So today I want to share with you a story that Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati or that is told about Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. It is said that there was a, a person who was a great devotee of the Lord. Um, um, this person was a retired judge and uh, he came to see. Um, he came to see Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, and uh, he was a very dedicated devotee of Mahaprabhu. Um, at that time, his daughter, his daughter became very very ill, and uh, and the judge was day and night chanting the name of Gora, Gora, Gora. But his daughter's uh, situation deteriorated more and more. And, but his chanting would also increase more and more and more and more. But eventually, um, his daughter, she, uh, she died. Um, and uh, she suffered from uh, some acute uh, breathing problem. And uh, she gave up her life. So, at that time, uh, the uh, the judge's love had, and devotion for Mahaprabhu just was completely gone. Uh, there is no Mahaprabhu. If he would truly exist, and he. Uh, he would he would have saved my daughter. He would not want to see his devotees suffer like that. Uh, and his greatness as Bhagavan would have been preached much more in the world. The faith and devotion of Bhagavan's devotees would have soared millions of times. The devotees of Bhagavan would have preached about his glories and brought others to worship him. Faith and devotion to Mahaprabhu in all members of the family would have increased. And regaining her life once more, the girl would have more love and attraction towards Bhagavan. Therefore, due to their superstitious nature, people believe in the existence of God and recite the name of Mahaprabhu. Thus it is much more practical and profitable to do any work pertaining to this world than simply chanting Gora, Gora, Gora. So Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, in response to this, that Mahaprabhu that we have taken off, shelter off, is not the Mahaprabhu of our Babu, whom he considers to be like his hired gardener. We've taken shelter of the Mahaprabhu of Srivas Pandit. That Mahaprabhu who was so impressed with the love of Srivas said, Putra Shoka Najani Lejemora Prem, Hena Sabasanga Munichadi Bekeman. How could I ever give up the association of one? who did not lament for his son due to this love for me, Chaitanya Bhagavat, Madhikanda, 2552. We worship the Mahaprabhu of that Srivas Pandit who said, 
कलावरसुनि जदि प्रभु बायपाय तबे आजिगंगा प्रवेशिमु सर्वताय If the Lord regains his external consciousness by hearing your commotion, I will drown myself in the Ganga. Chaitanya Bhagavat Madhya Kanda 25.36 We worship Sri Rupa's Mahaprabhu. It is Sri Rupa who says, Virachya mai dandam dinabandhu dayam va katiriha na bhavata kachit anya mamasti ni pa tatud stata kutir nirmalam va nam Navambas O friend of the poor, do what you like with me. Give me either mercy or punishment, but in this world I've none to look to except for you. Just as a chatak bird always prays for the cloud, regardless of whether it brings rains. Or hurls a thunderbolt, Stavamana. Worship that Mahaprabhu who has manifested the Leela of being the Jagat Guru in order to instruct us. Astishivapadaratam pinastamam madarsanam ramatam karutivayatatadavita vidadatalam patomad pranatas to see even apara. Krishna may embrace me in love or trample me under his feet. He may break my heart by hiding himself from me. Let that debauchee do whatever he likes. But he will always be the only Lord of my life. Sixastikam eight. Nagani apana dukha sabivansha tarasukha. Tarasukha amartat pariya. Mariyodi diya dukha tarahela mahasukha. Say dukha morasukha varya. I do not mind personal distress. I only wish for the happiness of Krishna. For his happiness is the goal of my life. However, if he feels great happiness in giving me distress, that distress is. The best my happiness. Titania Charitamrita Anjilidat. 20.52. In order to perform bhajan of this Mahaprabhu, I need to reject the detrimental things of this world millions and millions of times. I'm ready to do that wholeheartedly with all my senses. I'm prepared for that. Taking shelter of his feet, I accept those misfortunes with the understanding that he's protecting me and dragging me towards his feet. He's supremely merciful to expo- expose my duplicity. He's not allowing me to add more fuel to my material senses. He's making me understand this, that there's no eternal object in this world to take shelter of other than his feet. We're bearing the heavy burden of our karmic reactions upon our shoulders due to our own previous activities. If I'm able to tolerate these with... A little endeavor, taking shelter at the lotus feet of the eternal world, then only will I attain some real auspiciousness. Yeah, so we are seeing how uh, it is described that uh, um, Srivas Pandit, um, his son, his son died in the middle of the kirtan in his house or during the kirtan in his house in another room and the kirtan just continued but Srivas came out for a moment and he found the ladies crying and he found that the uh, that his son had died and he just said please be quiet do not disturb the kirtan the supreme lord is dancing in our house so he is completely transcendental to the death of his son 
and uh, totally detached. But here was was a, a judge who was a great devotee for material purposes. And he was chanting to try and fix the material situation. And when the material situation became unfavorable, then he lost all his interest in in, in the devotional service to the Supreme Lord. Now this is uh, uh, this is the tenth offense against the or the eighth offense against the holy name to think that the chanting of Hare Krishna is one of the auspicious ritualistic activities offered in the Vedas as fruitive activities of karma kanda. We're just thinking this is now uh, that material activities can uh, will be influenced by our devotional service. And that devotional service will make everything auspicious. But that is not so. Devotional service is not for that purpose. Devotional service is for the purpose of pleasing the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Mm. And yes, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta makes it very clear whatever difficulties. <laughs> whatever difficulties we may be facing in this material world, we are remembering that due to our karma we should be facing so much difficulty and therefore that somehow or other we faithfully just bear it seeing that these are that we deserve these kind of uh, of difficulties I remember one incident that happened many days before. Mr. Dutta, a high court advocate, seeing his son lying on his deathbed, one day told me, you're a sadhu, kindly restore my son's life. I told him, I'm not the master of bestowing life, but I can try to change the way that you think. This person was a staunch follower of Comte. He said, if your God really exists, then you should make him cure my son. I told him, frankly, I will not make a campaign against the desire of Bhagawan. I cannot support the philosophy of the Shaktas. See, Gorasunda is most merciful, and this is shown by his decorating this world with hundreds and hundreds of problems. That is his mercy. If you consider the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Chandra by meditating on such deliberations, you will find it amazing. It is not the duty of the jiva to live in this world in the forgetfulness of Bhagavan. This place is not our eternal residence. In order to remind us of this, at every moment he creates problems in our pursuit of material happiness. Shikula Shekhar says, Nasta dharma navasu nichaya naiva Oh my Lord, I have no attachment for religiosity or for accumulating wealth or for enjoying sense gratification. Let these come as they inevitably must in accordance with my past deeds. But I do, do pray for this most cherished boon, 
birth after birth, let me render unflinching devotional service to your two lotus feet. Mukunda Mala Stotra. Hmm. Yeah, so King Kula Shekhar, huh? he said, I have no attachment for religiosity, accumulating wealth or sense gratification. Let these come as they inevitably must in accordance with my past deeds. But he just simply prays for devotional service. O oh Lord, it's not to be saved from the dualities of material existence or the grim tribulations of the kumbi paka hell that I pray to your lotus feet, nor is it my purpose to enjoy the soft-skinned, beautiful women who reside in the garden of heaven. I pray to your lotus feet so that I may be... Mm, one sentence, go ahead. that I may remember you alone in the core of my heart, birth after birth, Bakunda Stotram for. So that's it. We are like not expecting any material benefit. And we just take it. Uh, all this is, nothing is important in this world. Only devotional service. And if anything is destroyed, Krishna is just simply destroying our false attachment. Um, Yes, we are. And that's not always easy. Huh? <clears throat> it's not that we just get purified by uh, <sighs> sorry, by some verses, and that then these verses make us understand everything. And no, sometimes the verses are there. But then we go to real difficulties in life and in these and in experiencing these, uh, our material attachments are burned up. So if we look at our life and we see, then we can also see our life as a, as a, as a situation where, yeah, our material desires are burned up. Mm. Vaikunta nama grahana nasi sagaharam vidu. One who chants the holy name of the Lord is unlimited, is liberated from unlimited sins. Bhagavatam 6 to 14. However, if taking the name with the mood of materialism produces unlimited sins, however, taking the name with the mood of materialism produces unlimited sins, he was committing nama parat and due to this he faced misfortune. The result of committing Nama Parat is attaining Dharma Arta Kama, and it may also be Adharma Anarta, and the non attainment of Kama. He faced the result of non attainment of his desire. When he genuinely and sincerely accepts shelter at the lotus feet of Sigoranga, then only will his Nama Parat be nullified. Then Goranam will melt his heart and tears will pour from his eyes. Then he will understand the words of Jagat Guru Swami Pad. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we are uh, in this way, uh, having no expectations in the material world. We are living in the age of Kali, and it cannot uh, be expected that in the age of Kali, things will all be smooth and auspicious. But whatever conditions come, we just turn around and take the opportunity to worship Krishna. So when the circumstances change, then we also change our modus operandi. Then we also will just uh, dedicate ourselves uh, in service to the Supreme Lord. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that understanding that Banum Jamanante Kyanavamam Prapadyate Vasudeva Savam Iti Samahat Vasudurabha. to understand that Vasudev Sarvamiti, that Krishna is everything, is is like, can be realized on different levels. One level is one can realize that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead amongst many other deities and just take shelter of Krishna. But another way of realizing this is realizing that nothing in this world is meaningful other than Krishna and other than devotional service to Krishna. So, of course, this is is, is very much uh, the meditation of a sannyasi. Um, there's, for a sannyasi, what is there in this material world that is of interest? Uh, a sannyasi is seeing the material body as uh, as, as something undesirable, Ananarta. But it can be used in the service of the Lord. And, and Prabhupada would call this to make use of, of a bad bargain. I mean, otherwise, what, what do we bother with, right, with a material body? Certainly, uh, not, much, uh, not much gain could be there. Mm, I think I should change place because I'm on the sofa today, but it's too. Uh, it makes me too tired. Okay, I'm gonna shift. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe walk up and down for a moment to stay awake. Mm. What to do? Material bodies are like this. We have to uh, fight the material energy. Um, sometimes the material energy is influencing us. And sometimes that material energy is making us, uh, is trying to influence us. But we will not be so easily defeated uh, just by the material energy. Somehow or other, we will do what we can to remain fixed. doesn't mean that it's it's not uh, difficult sometimes. Of course it is. Yeah. It, uh, it's not just uh, happening by uh, uh, 
you know, like that this spiritual life will be so easy. Uh, we'll just uh, hear about Krishna and then everything is perfect. That's very rare. So, open the window, <laughs> get some fresh air. Yes, mm. somehow or other, we'll make our effort uh, in devotional service and, uh, in a, in, and be detached from the material energy. What can we do? That material energy is not uh, going to uh, ever uh, bring, us, bring us happiness. Mm. Yeah, that is not possible. Ah, okay, so. <clears throat> Hare Krishna. Okay, after a little walk, I'm already waking up. Mm. So this uh, this transcendental uh, this transcendental consciousness is is required. Uh, um, what can we say? Uh, there are so many examples. Think of Narada Muni, five-year-old boy. His mother dies and bitten by a snake. And he manages to just all alone walk into the world and all alone he is just focusing on uh, on the supreme lord he sits under a tree and starts meditating on the lord uh, it's extraordinary yes it's just a amazing amazing transcendental boy all by the association of great devotees one might say but also uh also by his own determination, by how much he took it. Uh, that young boy who was the son of the maidservant, he got the association of the Bhaktivedantas. We got the association of the Bhaktivedantas also. Uh, we got the association of Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. He gave us everything. He gave us all the knowledge. And then his spiritual master, uh, equally so. We're seeing that when a judge is chanting very faithfully to save the life of his daughter, but then when she is not recovering and, and dies, and then he loses full faith. And Srila Bhaktisiddhanta is just uh, immediately responding. Think of Srivastakur. Yes, the Lord Gorango of Srivastakur, he is our Lord. Think of, 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 of how we're all getting our reaction. Think of King Kula Shekhar, who understood that we are getting the reactions of previous sinful activities. Yes. Uh, in this way, um, our Krishna consciousness is to be tested by different material situations. And uh, 
in these material situations, it's to be seen. Where are we more attached? To Krishna or to the material energy, really? And are we attached to the material energy and do we want to use Krishna to fix our material energy? The hired gardener, that is what it is, yes. So in this way, um, I am also uh, trying to live my life. It's, uh, it is, uh, it is difficult sometimes huh? when um, we are physically uh, not well, then naturally it's, it's, uh, it's a struggle, right? I've been a few times in my life uh, severely in, in, in very difficult physical conditions in, in hospital. And uh, these are very trying and testing times. Uh, hooked up on machines in the hospital and just yeah, lying there. Uh, extremely, uh, extremely troublesome. But what to do? Um, continue to take shelter of Krishna. That is the nice thing. Continue. And somehow or other, make it work. Okay, when we are in very difficult conditions, just, just suffer and chant Hare Krishna. But when we are not in such extreme conditions, then we can make something of it. Uh, now, uh, will the external conditions have changed? Uh, so let us make something of that. Yes. And, and just be detached and take it all right. Now Krishna is sending me this. Now Krishna, um, like I myself, if I would if I would really calculate how many kilometers I have traveled in my life, right? Um, well, then it could be roughly, uh, it could be roughly, four million, you know, Close to, close to 5 million kilometers in my life, um, I might have traveled, yes. So that is a, is a, is, is, is a lot of movement. Right? And one could say, um, that is my material conditioning, that I like to move. Um, I like to to travel. Yes, that is. Uh, I won't deny that. That is something comes quite natural to me. Um, but uh, mm, but I think that uh, now, of course, not so much actually. Uh, but it's all right. I'm. Uh, I'm in a, in a good place. And I just, uh, yes, I chant Hare Krishna. Kiriraj is here. Um, and we have 
the uh, and we have the scriptures. No, we do it for preaching. That may be, but I can also do so many other things for preaching. So still, it's something I like to do. Uh, but Krishna is more important than what I like to do or what I don't like to do or what any of us likes to do or don't doesn't like to do. Uh, that sense of whatever Krishna desires. Um, that is what we are trying to attain and trying to achieve. Uh, whatever Krishna uh, desires us to do, what, that we'll have to do. So in, uh, in some places in the world, it is uh, lockdown. Uh, so such lockdown, yes, we can connect the lockdown with Krishna and say, oh, this is a good time, a good time. Uh, we can say it's a good, for me, it's a good time for streaming. Um, I'm still traveling, but now by, uh, by, the, uh, by the internet, uh, connecting with people uh, wherever they are. So this is good. And they can connect. Uh, my point that I'm trying to make is uh, destiny, which is controlled by Krishna. Destiny, which is controlled by Krishna, is... Um, Is the um, is the essence in life, mm. and we must accept that destiny. And 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 destiny changes, and that's it. You know what to do. Mm. It's like I uh, I don't like cold weather so much, right? But I'm in one of the coldest places. And uh, today is warm, but in the next few days, it's gonna cool down again. <laughs> and winters are known to be very cold here in Simachalam. Krishna uh, Ksetra Maharaj once said, this place is known uh, as, uh, this place is known as Nubadrinat. Mm -hmm. So Badrinat's a cold place. Mm. If you go up the Himalayas in the hot summer and you go up, uh, then, uh, yeah, then it is uh, very warm. And then you come to one point just before you to the last stretch to Barinat and they're selling blankets and it's really hot and you're thinking why they're selling blankets but then you go a little higher and suddenly it's really cold really cold and you wish you would have bought one of these blankets yes that is the nature of things uh, 
destiny. That is my point. I'm not speaking about travel. I'm speaking about destiny and how destiny is not in our control and how destiny can suddenly change. And then we take it as Krishna's mercy and we'll do something with it, uh, something with it to, to use these circumstances for devotional service. And that is the point. To somehow or other use the material conditions in a way, whether they are in themselves favorable or unfavorable. But in any circumstance, we can find an opportunity to engage in devotional service. And then everything becomes, becomes favorable. Mm. Mm. Until we come to the end of our life when the conditions will not be easy, but because we've practiced, then we will be able, uh, we will be able to, uh, to take shelter. Yeah. Well, okay, that was, uh, that's, that's one thing, right? Destiny. Yes. Um, and of course, there is mercy, uh, mercy of Krishna. Krishna who will uh, surely, who will surely protect his devotee. Name bhakti pranasyati, my devotee will never perish. Hmm? My devotee will never perish. So that is another important point that we know that ultimately, if we turn to Krishna, Krishna will somehow or other uh, not let the material energy destroy us. Uh, Krishna is with us. Uh, uh, I mean, there are very difficult, overwhelming situations. Uh, uh, when the cowherd boys were in the middle of the, of the forest fire, they also called out, Krishna, 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 save us. When the residents of Vindavan were facing Indra's anger and he was sending down the uh, rain, rain like the final kind of rain that is used for flooding the entire universe, uh, then they also turn to Krishna in despair. So sometimes material circumstances leave us no other, no other means than to just approach Krishna in, in despair. When Gajendra had a crocodile hanging on his leg, that he, he definitely was in great distress, but he turned to Krishna. So sometimes we turn to Krishna out of distress, that's okay, uh, it means that our, our motivation may not be just pure bhakti, we want relief from the stress, but that's natural. Yeah? That is natural. That is not condemned. That is all right. Krishna is kind, Krishna is merciful. And surely he'll give shelter to his devotees. Uh, we are, are having faith in that. Nami Bhakti Panasyati. The Lord protects his devotees. Yes. But not always their bodies. Right? The judge whose daughter died could not understand. The Lord doesn't always protect 
the material body because the material bodies are temporary. They're destined to die. And that is not such a big thing as we make it out to be. Oh, Arjuna, you are mourning for what is not worthy of, of grief. Mm. Why are you, O Parta, son of Prita, why are you, um, why, why are you lamenting in this way? Anarya justam aswagyam arjuna. This is not befitting, you know, one uh, who has taken uh, an exalted birth in, uh, in, a, in as, as, a, as a prince in a uh, in a family which is where there is transcendental knowledge. Arjuna, you are. You have transcendental knowledge, but now you forgot. How can you forget? So, this is Bhagavad Gita, where Arjuna forgot transcendental knowledge. Yes, we may also forget transcendental knowledge. We may also become overwhelmed by circumstances. But because we remain always close to devotees, right? then at least these devotees, they pull us back towards Krishna because the devotees, they always remain engaged in service to Krishna. Therefore, one, whatever happens, uh, one should stay close to the devotees because they will pull us back even when we are swept away by the waves of material existence. Um, it is funny that when we are suffering, the tendency is there to isolate ourselves you know, and to just sort of lock all the doors and just go all alone and get depressed. But that we should not do. We should not isolate ourselves. Even if we get overwhelmed and start to feel depressed, we stay in the midst of the devotees because the devotees will pull us back, pull us back to Krishna. And that is the, uh, yeah, the most, um, that is the reality. Um, and then we can see that actually this depression was not needed. Um, actually, this is just uh, the illusory energy. Yes, okay, I'm gonna walk again. Let me just go to the other side of the room. So, ah. Here I'm catching a little sun. It's a bit bright, but at the same time, it's uh, it's also good. Uh, the uh, vitamin D. <laughs> we need it. Yes. Um, and um, so it's also up to us. Krishna Surya Samaya Hayandaka. Krishna is like the sun and Maya is like darkness. And if we want, we can turn to the sun, right? And if, uh, if, we, uh, and if we want, we can turn to darkness. So somehow or other, uh, let us turn to Krishna in every situation. That is, uh, that is what is on my mind. And let us then see Krishna also in everything. Because turn to Krishna 
turn to Krishna really means to turn to the understanding that actually Krishna is Vasudev Sarvamiti. He is everything. He's everything and everything. If we can't see him directly, he is behind everything. He's the cause of everything. Uh, everything is is going on by his energies. He's the cause of everything. He's the controller of everything. He's the enjoyer of everything. He is uh, he is Anumanta. He is the one who is giving permission for whatever is is happening, and he is Upadrasta. He's the witness of everything. So why take life so serious? Mm-hmm. We are on a stage, and there is a, is a play going on, and around us, the different actors are playing their parts, and one is saying, "Oh, I am your brother." Another one is saying, oh, I am your sister. And said, oh, and you say, oh, yes, we've been born from the same father and mother. Those were your, your lines. <clears throat> then the uh, and calamity is there. Oh, oh, what great calamity has fallen upon us. Uh, um, Yes, uh, one time I was in a situation. Um, I was giving a lecture in a temple, and it was uh, it was really it was a house in a whole row of houses, and uh, the, the altar was all the way in the back of a long room, and then there were on the other side there were windows. So <clears throat> I was sitting near the altar. So at a long distance from me on the other side of the, of, the, of the room were the windows. And as I'm giving the lecture, suddenly a brick flew right through the window into the room. And the glass was flying right through the room. And it was just like total, total chaos. Some people had some little cuts. And it was like a total mess. Uh, someone got hit by the brick, but fortunately not on the head. So that was a whole thing. <clears throat> and uh, it turned out that the man from next door had done it. And he was, he was upset, and some of the members of the congregation were like out there and screaming and yelling at him, and it was a whole thing. And uh, I said, like, whoa, what is happening here? Here is some sort of neighborhood rift going on. And then uh, they called the police, and the police came, and uh, then it turned out that the father from next door had died, and that his dead body was lying on the table in the room. So, now we are actors in the play, and we are, are there. And, uh, and our father is lying dead on the table. And next door, these people who are always, always just, just singing and making this noise and disturbing us. God, 
even now. Even now, at this terrible time, we cannot have a moment of peace, a moment of quiet. Then my brother, who is hot-tempered, this is too much. And we all say, yes, yes, it, it, it is too much, but what can we do? And he said, I'll show you what I can do. And he goes outside and throws a brick through the windows of the neighbors. Well, uh, they stopped singing. <laughs> yes. So it's a play. It is a play. This is not real. This is not actually happening. It is a play. And this life, uh, this life, he is my brother. Uh, this life, yes, uh, my father is now dead. He's no longer part of this life. Uh, he's now a memory. And he is now moved on. Uh, to a new situation. Only his body now is still here and remaining with us on the table. What can be said? Uh, these are the, uh, yeah, these are the, uh, the plays that people take very serious. Uh, very serious. And gradually, as devotees, we just look and say, yes, this is the hand of time. Uh, whatever is in this world, it comes into being. It, it grows. It flourishes. It offers some, some byproducts. It begins to dwindle and it ceases to exist. Six transformations. That is the nature of anything in this world. So how can we take it so serious? Even our stream, right, has to end now, soon, because time has moved along. And I can't stream nonstop. Just, just stream until, yeah, from now till the end of my life, nonstop. Well, it could, but, you know, there would be a good portion of the stream that would be dark. Yeah? In the night when I'm asleep, uh, every once in a while, you may hear some noises coming from the side of the bed. Uh, and uh, you might hear me go get up and go to a bathroom or something like that. But, uh, yeah, everything uh, here in this world, we're all making the best use of a bad bargain, of a temporary material body in a temporary material situation. And there, we're trying to bring in as much Krishna as we can. And the temporary material situation has its imperfections. And we can try and improve these material things if it is within our means. And where it's not within our means, uh, we just tolerate. Uh, we just tolerate because 
Uh, so that's, we can't take away all our essential time. Uh, our essential and first foremost activity is in serving Krishna. That is our business. And then, if you can fix the material conditions a bit to make it easier, all right, that's, that's okay. But not at the expense of our devotional service. And in this way, we exist in this material world. Uh, always thinking of Krishna, never forgetting him, and somehow or other, always trying to engage in his devotional service. I thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Siddha Prabhupada Ki Jai. Oh, I can't, I can't see the cross because of the sun. Let me go out of the sun. Yo. And then. <sighs> so. Hare Krishna.